Hello there. Happy Friday. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're listening to Courtesy Clip 9, Seven Things You Actually Don't Have Time For. And I'm actually really excited um, about this one. It definitely is a little bit of a different format than previous clips, but I hope, and I think you will, um, but I really hope that you guys get something out of it. So first off, I want to say that the two phrases, I don't have time or I'm too busy, are honestly two of my least favorite phrases. Over the past year and a half, I've really learned to kind of rewire how I think about my time and replace those words with some alternative phrases like, I don't have the bandwidth today, it's not a priority right now, I'll plan better next time, you know, etc. And honestly, that way of thinking has really changed my life. I actually have... an idea to touch upon this in more detail in my next post or one for next week Um, because adjusting your perspective on time is mentally freeing like the whole I'm too busy I don't have time really doesn't really do justice in anyone's life but like most things there are loopholes (laughs) there definitely are things in life we actually don't have time for at all like none really shouldn't even be um, I don't want to say dealing with it, but really shouldn't be batting an eye to no matter who you are, whether you're a stay at home parent or you're a student, a high school student or a college student, a grad student, whether you're a CEO, if you work at a restaurant, you're a chef, really anything in between. Although we have different roles in our everyday lives, we can all make sure we're making the most of our time and pursuing what truly matters to us. But in order to do that, we have to ditch a couple of things. And this is what I mean when I say there are things you don't have time for. So no matter who you are, I assure that you don't have time for seven things. Number one, talking yourself out of a good thing or letting others talk you out of it. Your goals, no matter how big or how small, are yours and yours only. You have a right to pursue or try anything in life that makes you feel good, that you think is going to bring you happiness, Um, a dream that you have. Your dreams are yours. That's it. No one else. It could be anything. It could be a goal to write a book one day. It could be a goal to just start going on morning walks, ditching sugar for 30 days, learning calligraphy, taking an online course, going back to school, working toward a promotion or looking for a more fulfilling job, you get the point. But unfortunately, sometimes making changes in your own life makes others uncomfortable, even your loved ones. There are a couple reasons why for this. You know, sometimes they worry that you won't have time for them or that you forget about them. Um, Sometimes it makes them realize that maybe there's something in their life that they're not going after that maybe they should. But no matter what, the truth is that it usually has nothing to do with you. Sometimes it's just hard for people to watch you change even if it's for the better or you think it's for the better. So unless a loved one is expressing, expressing excuse me, a valid concern about your well-being when it comes to going after something that you want in life, tune out the noise. The right friends will support your decision and not try to talk you out of it. Again, you deserve to go after whatever it is your heart desires. It's your life, your dreams, yours only, 
And the last thing that you want is to resent others for delaying you or completely putting you off the path or talking you out of it. And then later down the road or later in your life being, damn, I really wish I had tried that. I really wish I had gone for it. So that's number one. Number two, complaining about the uncontrollable. And no, I'm not preaching toxic positivity. I'm not telling you, don't be negative. How are you frowning right now? Oh, you had a bad day. Like, please, the sun is shining. Unicorns and butterflies. Definitely not. I'm not saying that. You're a human being with emotions. We have great days and we have bad days and you're 100% entitled to your feelings. And I'm also not suggesting that you find the bright side, quote unquote, of any tragedy. I'm I'm definitely not talking about any sort of major life event Um, which I know, unfortunately, many people have experienced or did experience in 2020 and might still be dealing with repercussions of now. I'm really talking about the small stuff. A comment from your boss, traffic, the rude stranger at the grocery store, maybe even getting passed up for a promotion at work or your friend says something that bothers you. I get it. But those are all, like I said, small stuff in the grand scheme of life. Ali Love, who is one of my favorite Peloton instructors, once said, there's a difference between acknowledging your feelings and staying in the drama of them. When things don't go our way, it's so easy to get hung up on the bad. Sometimes you can't focus on anything other than how awful your current situation is. Like, I know I've been there. I'm guilty of it. Remember if you had listened or read last week or two weeks ago, I talked about this concept of snowballing and one thought leads to another leads to another The same idea applies here. If you don't stop your negative thought process in its tracks, you'll spiral and before you know it, your whole afternoon is ruined. Like it could be something as small as, you know, your boss makes an annoying comment, you get up, you're running annoyed, then you stub your toe and then you are saying ow about your toe and then it turns into, oh my gosh, my house is a mess and oh my gosh, I can't keep up with the house, no one helps me, yada yada, and it just continues. So we don't want that to happen. Complaining is a habit just like anything else. And in fact, it almost seems more natural to complain than to accept something lame in the moment. I mean, who really talks about their good days, you know? Like, when something do- but when something doesn't go our way, we can't help but let it take over and talk about it. I remember, um, I think it was a professor was saying one day how people are more inclined to leave negative reviews when things don't go their way, obviously, than leave a positive one when things do go their way. However, complaining doesn't change your situation, nor will it make you feel any less stressed or any better. So, I understand. Vent. Vent for 10 minutes. Go scream in your car. I've done that. (laughs) Deep breathe. Remind yourself what really matters and just try to let it go. Number three, letting everything and everyone except you dictate your day or control your day. Spontaneity is a beautiful thing. Who doesn't love grabbing coffee with a friend who happens to be in town or those random late night drives or going to the bar when you almost stayed home and you ended up having a really good time? I know I've been there. And honestly, some of the best memories are made spontaneously. But when it comes to the stuff we have to get done in our day-to-day, planning will really make all the difference. So creating a schedule, sticking to a plan, it makes your to-do list feel a little less overwhelming. Starting out your morning 
on your terms with a morning routine, even if it means getting up an hour earlier than your family. Um, all these kind of things can make a difference. You can even just make a small to-do list. You're more likely to maintain focus when you've allotted a specific time frame to get something done. I mean, how often have you said you were going to fold laundry at some point in the day, but then ended up watching a few more episodes of New Girl than you should have? Something that really helps me do this is creating a general schedule for my day, either the night before or in the morning, and then setting timers for each task when I get to it on the list. So 10 minutes for decluttering my bedroom in the morning, one hour for writing, 30 minutes for cleaning my work email, you get the point. If you're not in control of your day, or at least part of it, you'll fa- you'll fall to the needs of everyone around you. And like I was saying in that first point, you do start resenting the needs of your friends and family and your colleagues if you're not taking care of you first and making sure that you're getting the things done that keep you up and running smoothly. You might even have to plan some buffer time in case you think something will come up. I imagine that This would happen especially for new moms or parents. You know, the baby wakes up, you have to pick up the kids from school, maybe you have to pick up a friend from work, or, you know, you're on your lunch break but your coworker needs help with something. I get it. Planning your day can take all of 20 minutes, but I assure you that you will earn back hours of time in the long run because you'll be getting what you need to get done more efficiently and it'll free up a lot of your time that you know is spent like I said watching those episodes of Netflix that you don't or the time that you're only spending um helping your family and friends and again I'm not saying to not be there we obviously all have responsibilities in our own relationships but it is important to prioritize yourself and your needs so that you can show up as your best self for those around you as well number four Arguing on Facebook. (laughs) Exaggerated articles, inflammatory comments, possible conspiracy theories, you name it and it's on Facebook. I mean, I love tasty videos and baby pictures and memes and, you know, I came across the most delicious looking pasta the other day. I mean, come on, I linked it in um, the actual text if you want to go check it out. I wish social media was all about the good, but unfortunately, that is definitely a pipe dream, at least right now. It's sad being on the internet during such a divisive time, and it's really easy to get irritated or feel personally attacked by other people's opinions. But I guarantee you'd feel much more at ease by choosing to mute, delete, or click away, rather than, you know, falling down the rabbit hole or commenting back and forth for who knows how long. I'm all for constructive conversation and having a respectful exchanging of ideas, you know, in a forum like that. And I think it's really great that social media allows us to do that. But if that's not possible, and truthfully, and unfortunately, I don't think most people are looking for that type of interaction online, it's a waste of your time and your energy. You won't really feel any better after arguing. In fact, if they don't see your point of view by the end of however many comments or your one giant paragraph, um, you might just walk away feeling more irritated. And there really is no benefit in that situation. And I get that it's hard and sometimes it almost feels like people are baiting you to comment, but learning to kind of take a step back and depersonalize your relationship with what you see online is extremely, extremely important. 
So kind of on the same bucket with number five with social media, um, you definitely don't have time for mindless scrolling. And this is coming from someone who is literally addicted, no joke, addicted to TikTok. You can ask my friends, you can ask my family, you can ask my coworkers. I get it. I seriously had the app hidden in a folder like that you had to swipe to get to because I wanted to be on it less and I'd still manage to go to the folder and open it up and waste time, which was so scary when I think about it in hindsight. You don't have to be me and quit your favorite app, Cold Turkey. I'm not going to tell you to do that. But, you know, I get it. Take some time to unwind, watch something entertaining, see what your family and friends are up to, leave a couple of nice comments on people's posts, but just be wary of how much time you're spending doing that. If you have a lingering household sore, but you're 25 TikToks deep, TikToks deep, go do it. Like literally right now. (laughs) You'll feel much better when it's finished rather than looking at the clock and realizing it's been two hours and... Granted, you have a lot of great ideas from seeing tasty videos or you might have learned to do TikTok dance, but now the things that you actually have to get done that are eating away at you are still lingering. Um, To be honest, overall, limiting my time on social media has been a real game changer for me. I am way less anxious, my brain feels less cluttered, and I'm able to be much more creative. Not a bad trade-off, honestly, if you ask me, and maybe this is something that I'll also touch upon in a future post, but... Obviously, if you're reading this right now, you're listening, you're probably on a computer or on a phone. And while I'm telling you to steer clear of social media, I do appreciate you spending the time on your phone reading this. Um, As always, I'm, again, happy you're here. Number six, we definitely don't have time for the wrong relationships. We're all adults here, plain and simple. We deserve healthy, supportive, and uplifting friendships and relationships that contribute positively to our lives. You don't need someone who doesn't value you, you or respect or doesn't respect you or seems to put you at odds with what you value or what your morals are. Of course, we don't always agree with our loved ones and there's peaks and valleys in every friendship and every relationship, but there is a fine line and It's tough at first because sometimes this happens with friends that you've been close with for years and now maybe you're on different life paths and things just aren't really aligning and you're spending time with them and you're not feeling super great and you feel guilty about it, but it's just because you guys are growing in different ways, you know? Um, Don't be afraid to distance yourself from those who leave you feeling a little down in the dumps after you hang out with them. Um, It's just not something that is worth it in your adult life. Honestly, I think like once you're out of college, college really is a time or your early 20s is a time to kind of weed out the types of people you want in your life. Um, So like I said, we're adults. We deserve the best relationships that we can have. And if you're interested in reading more about how you can steer clear of the wrong romantic relationships in particular, um, you can check out a post that I wrote back in the spring, back in quarantine, Um, about habits to ditch, or it might have been July, habits to ditch when you're pursuing a romantic relationship. And last but not least, probably my favorite one, my favorite time waster on this list to talk about is number seven. You definitely don't have time or you definitely shouldn't be wasting time not loving yourself. I know it sounds really cheesy, Please don't glance over this. I know it's probably fluffy and unicorny sounding and I didn't want to sound rainbow and butterfly before, 
But bear with me here. You have one body, one mind, and only one life to live at the end of the day. So celebrate your wins, no matter how big or small. Be gentle with yourself on the hard days. Wear your favorite outfits. Treat yourself to that coffee every now and again. Sign up for the cardio dance class. You've been too nervous to try. Appreciate your body. Treat it kindly. Um, Embrace your strengths. Don't get hung up on your weaknesses. And remember that you're here for a reason. If you're a little less than thrilled with your circumstances, just know that you get to choose the type of person you want to be every single day, even if it's in small doses of action. You don't have to be taking these big strides to create your dream life every day. One, you'll experience burnout, and two, it's just not feasible. And you want to start going after the things you want in small doses. It feels way much, way more attainable when you do that. There's only one of you, and the world needs you. Your friends need you. Your family needs you. The stranger that you smile to on the street or through the car window needs you. Even if you're struggling right now and you feel alone, I'm reminding you that right now. Your rough patches are just a part of your story. I assure you, while you might feel alone, there are people out there who probably feel the same way that you do right now. And I think someone will need to hear your story one day and realize that it does get easier or maybe it doesn't get easier it becomes less prominent you know these difficult things that we deal with and you're going to be the proof that it happens you know there's only one way to go when you feel really low and it's up I really do mean it when I say I'm so happy you're here I know it sounds really cheesy but learning to love your life in any stage learning to love yourself in all your forms whether you're growing or you're cool with how things are and you're content whether you're not happy or not super thrilled and you're kind of ready to make some changes nothing good ever happens or nothing good comes out of hating yourself and it's a gift that you're here the odds of you being here are so slim and it's super freaking awesome that you're here so Again, I am so happy you're here. I hope you enjoyed this post. Quit wasting your time on the things that don't matter and start going after the things that do. I hope you guys have an awesome weekend and I will talk to you next week. Bye.